if you've been a longtime listener of of the upside, you know that we just used to number our shows one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then a few months ago, Callie has a much more brilliant idea. She wants to divide our episodes up into seasons to make it not so overwhelming. Yeah. So you can just like pick a season if you want to binge, if you want to catch up. Cause we were telling people for years, like you don't have to listen to every episode, but for some reason, when the numbers are in a sequence, like people feel like, oh my gosh, like I have to go back and listen. And our show isn't meant to be like that. It's meant to be like a daily show. So with that said, this is the first day of our next season. And if I had my druthers, um, it would be called <laughs> great word. Druthers. It would, be, it would be called spring 2022, because I just like, that is the moment in time. That's what it's going to be for the next couple of months. Um, that season and actually a real season. Apple does not let you do that. Spotify does not like it's just not an option to name your own season. You just have to say this is a new season and then they go ahead and number it for you. So we don't get that option. So just pretend like this is the start of spring 2022. So if this is your first episode ever of The Upside, um, here's a little bit about who we are. My name is Jeff. My wife is Callie. And in 2019, after working in morning radio for like 25 years or something, uh, I got fired for the very first time. And I said to Callie, we should start a podcast together. So we kind of started the show as like we took everything that Jeff wasn't able to do in his morning radio career and we like made our own show based on that. So it kind of reminds people of like their own kind of morning show, only with a podcast, you can listen to it whenever you want, which is awesome. And we named the show The Upside because it was representing the upside of me losing my job. It was our literal upside. It was a little, and, and um, so what we try to do in every single episode is weave in a little bit of gratitude, just enough to remind you of the importance of being grateful and always looking for the upside. But one thing we definitely are not are those, everything is great, things are wonderful. Like we talk- I believe about, people call that toxic positivity. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about the good and the bad and the ugly and when we're struggling, but also when we're celebrating. And um, we just welcome everybody to participate in the show. You can text it. We have a phone number, 800-434-5454. You can text us, call us whenever you want. Um, what else? Our community, the Upside community is incredible and does incredible things all the time. Yeah. And we will be your favorite daily podcast. And we enjoy getting to spend part of your day every day with you. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today my, is... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I thought we were going to get it right this yep, time. Nope. Uh, we also don't edit out mistakes if you were yeah. new to the show. Today is Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. My name is Jeff Dollar and today I am grateful for pizza. It really is a delicious and universal food. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for, oh my gosh, what did I just say? I said it out loud to you, like right before we turned the mics on. Caffeine. Which and maybe apparently you need more I of. need more of it. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. I have two dad projects that I am working on right now. The first became a project a few days ago when Ellie and I were at the grocery store together. And we were, I had asked some, it was a brand new grocery store. I mean, I don't even know if it had been open like a week or two. You might've been the first customers. Could have been one of the first customers. And I asked a guy where something was and he's like, you know what? I'm not entirely sure. Let me look it up. So he got his little like, um, you know, inner, inner store iPhone computer thing. And he's looking it up. And while he's doing that, he's, he's making faces at Ellie and he puts his fist out like to fist bump Ellie. Ellie. Mm -hmm. And she just looks at his hand like, what are you doing? Like it was, she was so confused by it. And I realized that because of the timing of when she was, was born, that things like that, like our child does not know how to interact with people that are not us or her grandparents. Right. Like fist bumps. Like we never fist bump in our house. So she has no idea what that mm-hmm. is. Like, I think she, does she we've done she'll high, high five. She'll yeah. high five. Um, but I don't know if she's ever shaken a hand. No, she definitely hasn't. Like she doesn't know. Like she's never even seen it done, I don't Mm-mm. think. Um, just because of the weird timing. So I have a mission to teach her those things. Um, I mean, she's gonna she'll pick up some of them when she goes off to school in what it August? Yeah. Is that when she when her preschool thing starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but before then, I'm gonna teach her some of those core things, like a fist bump. That's mm-hmm. a good one to know. Yeah. Like I still, I'm still hoping that handshakes go away. I don't think they're going to. I would per- yeah, I, don't I would, like handshakes either. I would love to permanently replace the handshake with the fist bump. But like I'm gonna teach her those things. So that's the one thing that I'm working on. The second thing that I'm working on is getting her more vegetables. And this is this is a significant project. It's a significant project. And to be totally honest, I do not totally agree with your approach to it. Why? So do you want to say your approach and then I'll say what I think we're missing? Well, my approach is Callie and I don't, we're not vegetable eaters. Like we don't, we're not, like we don't, we each like about three vegetables and those that like carrots, like we'll have carrots. Carrots, peppers. Yeah. And and that's it. So I don't even really know how to prepare a lot of vegetables. So I I have like a three phase, three pronged approach. Oh, to I this. did not realize there were prongs. Okay, what are the prongs? Well, right now I'm just getting vegetables in her, however I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm buying pre prepared vegetable foods from mm-hmm. the freezer section. Um, I'm making like. Like I made our waffles over the weekend, but I chopped up spinach really fine and put it in the waffle. Mm-hmm. So she had like spinach waffles, um, stuff like that. Um, phase two is I actually want to make, I want to learn how to cook vegetables mm-hmm. in ways that she'll eat them. And then phase three is I want us to eat more vegetables. So I want to try to have a more, so, but, but. Right now, I'm just trying to get veggies in her. I think until she sees us eating more vegetables, she's not going to eat more. And I want to give a little caveat because we do routinely give her vegetables. We just will give her like raw carrots or raw peppers. Like there's just not a lot of variety in them. Um, So we got to find our our flow with the veggies. But I don't think it's going to happen until 
you know, until we start eating veggies. Yeah. And that's why right now the goal is just to get different vegetables in Mm -hmm. her with whatever the simplest way is possible. And then as I start to find recipes, learn how to cook veggies, learn how to, you know, be, get comfortable, I think might be better, not learn how Mm -hmm. to cook them, but get comfortable cooking vegetables. Then I could make us meals that or sides Mm -hmm. or whatever that we will eat on our plate that she will also be able to partake. But right now the goal is just to get the veggies in her. Yeah. I recently read, and I've talked about this a couple of times, the Will Smith book. It is so good. The name of it is Will. I listened to it um, on Audible because that's like my new thing now. I'm like, you know, like trying to listen to books um, instead of read them because I never read them. Like I just don't. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, I finished it. I was so inspired by the book and I'm going to recommend to all of you that if you need some inspiration and motivation in your life to read this book, it is so cool. And one of the key takeaways that I took from it and a good reminder, and it's one of those pieces of advice that's like so obvious when you hear it, but we all seem to forget it all the time. He says, we all kind of wait, at least I do. And I know Jeff, you do like we wait until we're the expert or something is the right time before we do something because we're like, well, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to start my own business. I yeah. don't know how to yep. apply for that job. That's above, like, I don't know how to do that job. But one of the things that he talks about is that how we gain that knowledge in our life is by moving forward when we don't know how. And we're so used to like in school, like we, get lessons and we're taught lessons and then we take a test on it. But in life, it's actually the opposite opposite and we get tests and that's how we learn. So it was such a good reminder to me because I get stuck in my own head, especially with the business stuff where I'm like, I don't, we don't know what we're doing. You know what I mean? Uh I had that thought with like the accountant or the bookkeeper that we were talking to last weekend. I'm like, we have no idea what we're doing, but the only way to learn is to go forward and do it anyways, instead of being like, you know, one day I'm really going to take an intro to bookkeeping. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to diving in and saying, Hey, I don't really know how to do this. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to learn as I go. And then you will be on the other side of that. Um, but if you constantly wait until you think you're going to get a lesson about it, you might be waiting forever. Like life is different from school. It's half imposter syndrome and half not wanting to make a mistake. For me, that's what it is. Yes. I'm I'm the same way with the mistakes. Like half of me says, okay, well, uh, this business is not successful enough to warrant a bookkeeper or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Like using that as an example. And then the other half of me is, well, I don't want to start talking to bookkeepers until I know what the language is so I don't make a fool of myself. Right. But what we ended up doing, I mean, I feel like we were beating this bookkeeper. We are. It's just the latest example, but yeah. So um, just know if you're listening and you're like, God, stop talking about a bookkeeper. We're sick of it. We're sick of it too. But it's a good example to say, like, I think I even said to you at some point over the weekend, I'm like, let's just, or last week I was like, let's just hire her. 
and figure it out. If she can help us figure it out, then she's on our team. If she can't help us figure it out, there's a, we'll find another one. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, it was a good reminder for me. And I think we all caught up. I hate saying we all, but I think it's true for a lot of people get caught up in thinking that for some reason, the people who are successful in what we want to do have never failed or never had a first day on that job or never not known anything about that job. Like people aren't born knowing how to lead companies. They learn, fail, grow. And then they, you know what I mean? Uh Like it's, it's life is trial and error for all of us. So why do we put so much weight in what, you know, in failure and stuff like that? And then get scared from, from taking a step. Like the first step is the test. Okay. I want to try to combine what you just said about the, the lessons, right? Like learning lessons, Callie, Mm -hmm. and something that you and I talked about over the weekend. Okay. Because Callie and I came up with a realization um, as we're looking for a new place to live. Our landlord is selling our home and um, it's just a really scary time to buy a house right now. And it's also a terrible rental market. So I, I am questioning, I have been questioning like, God, why didn't I just buy a house after my divorce? Like I owned a house, Mm -hmm. um, got divorced, sold that, that house. And then I've been renting since then. And the reason is for me, buying a house as it should be is a really, 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 really big deal. And so I never wanted to buy a house until I knew that I would be in there for five or 10 years or more. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you work in radio, you have contracts. So I, I didn't want to buy a house right after I got divorced until my contract got renewed. But then when my contract, um, got renewed, like, I think, I don't remember, like, I was like, okay, well, it's only a two year renewal or three year renewal. Mm -hmm. I don't want to buy a house now because let's see what happens at the end of three years. And at the end of three years, I'm like, I was going to star or we were getting married or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I kept putting it off and kept putting it off because the thought of owning a home for three years was ridiculous to me. My dad has been in the home that he's in now, the home I grew up in for, I think, close to 60 years, definitely more than 50. Yeah. The two neighbors to his right where he grew up um, have been in their homes. Like it's the same families that I grew up with. I have, my parents have only lived, they're living right now in their second home and they've been like married forever. And yeah, it's only the second home that they've owned together. So I think that is kind of a, I don't, well, I don't know if it's a generational thing. No, it's, it doesn't. I don't know if it's a generational thing or not, but the, the lesson that I have and that you have about home ownership is that you live in a house for 10 years or more, mm-hmm. right? Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is my lifestyle doesn't, up until we got married, never. Right. Like you're not going to have the same job for 40 years and you're going to be working at the same job. You're going to have like a pension. That's not your life. So the whole housing situation is kind of what, what has brought this question to the surface. How is a parent... Do you teach your child that 
the circumstances in which you have as a youth don't necessarily apply to you as a, as an adult. It never occurred. I swear on a, a stack of everything that's holy. I never, it never occurred to me until like a week or two ago that I could have just bought houses for like two or three years. Yeah. Ever. Never even. Crossed your mind. Crossed my mind. And now I'm kicking myself because everything about this housing market is terrible and it doesn't look like it's getting better anytime soon. Yeah. So I'm like, now I'm like, how do I prevent Ellie from making this mistake? Well, I think we all grow up, at least I do, and I know that you do, thinking that, okay, our life goal is to be like our parents, like our parents right. have done it successfully. So yes. our goal, like, it's almost like we don't see because things were pretty stable in both of our childhoods. We're like, well, this works. Yeah. So this is what people do. People just have one job for a really long time. People just have, cause I have the same thing. Like my dad was in the same job literally my whole life until I was in college. And I have the same struggle with jobs of, you know, when I was a hostess, I was thinking I was a hostess at PF Chang's when I was in college. And I was thinking I could work at PF Chang's corporate and I could work there my whole life. Yes. And I could move to Arizona. Like I had the same thing because that's what my mom and dad both did. Like yes. my mom had the same job the whole time, my whole life. But that doesn't mean that our circumstances are the same. My parents didn't even I didn't even grow up hearing from my parents. You should have one job forever. Like that wasn't the narrative. Right. I just made it up in my head. Cause I'm like, yes. well, my parents are happy and I had a good life. So this is what we do. So, you know, I guess it's like, how do we teach Ellie that like, you don't have to be like us, you know, whatever we choose, we could choose to live, you know, like move every three years. Cause that's what our circumstances are, are like, but you could have a job for 40 years and you could have one home, your whole, like whatever, there's how, more options in the way that you and I do things. And how do you, how do you convey that to a child when what they're observing doesn't Ma what they're absorbing doesn't match that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that. So weird. These are the kind of, we have these philosophical conversations all the time since we had an Ellie, like we had Ellie, then we had like a little postpartum, get our life together, like, like figure out how to have a routine. And I'm not even kidding you. Probably once a week, Jeff and I have these philosophical conversations of like, okay, how do we teach the lesson that we are learning in our thirties and forties. Like, I don't even know. I, I don't can't. know. That's the question. How do you give Ellie the wisdom of a 40 year old at age eight? Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're gonna love this guy. Welcome to the stage, dad. Bad news, I broke my finger last week. But on the other hand, I'm okay. Athletic Greens is all-in-one nutritional insurance, but more importantly, it is easy. That's why it has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's recommended by professional athletes. Athletic Greens is basically a glass of water. 
That's it. And if you drink it every single day, you're going to be loading your body up with all the stuff that it needs to help fight infections, to help stay healthy, to help you think clearer, to help you sleep better, to help your skin look better. Athletic Greens knows that tons of people take some sort of multivitamin every day. Problem is, in order to get everything you need, you got to take a whole handful of pills. Not with Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is one scoop of green powder in a glass of water. It tastes delicious. It's just 10 ounces of water. You drink it down every single morning, and your day is started with your body fueled with everything it needs to take on the world. Right now, you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water is all you need. Not a million different pills, no supplements, one scoop. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase by going to athleticgreens.com upside. That's athleticgreens.com upside to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Catalina Crunch is a zero-sugar, keto-friendly, low-carb cereal that's a delicious addition to snacking. If you're like me, I have a sweet tooth, and I really don't want all the sugar, but I really want that like little taste of sweet. We got the dark chocolate and the cinnamon toast flavors recently, and they are such a good snack. They don't make you tired and lethargic after you eat it, so it's really great because you get the taste of it, but then you also keep your energy. If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. Plus, it has 11 grams of protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. It's gluten-free, grain-free, and non-GMO. Taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers have given Catalina Crunch a five-star review. They've got eight awesome flavors to choose from, like honey graham, maple waffle, or mint chocolate chip, and you can order them as a single flavor or in a variety pack. See why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest-growing cereal brand in America. Just go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash upside for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash upside. Not sure which flavor to start with? Try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and their snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash upside for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. If your company is looking to do a little hiring in the coming months, I might suggest Workable. Workable has applicant tracking software that will take you from the creating the job post process all the way through receiving the applications, conducting tests online, scheduling interviews, and then selecting the hired applicants. This company, Workable, makes it so easy for you to grow your business with qualified people. Right now, there are more than 46% more jobs being posted online than before the pandemic. And there are 44% fewer candidates. What do those statistics mean for you? That hiring the right person is hard. So you got to find the right candidate and you've got to find them fast. Workable can help. They help you cast the widest net possible by posting your jobs to all of the top job boards, more than 200 in total with just one click from a coffee shop to a fortune 500 business. All of it can be hired at 
workable. Start hiring today with a risk-free 15-day trial. And if you hire during that trial, guess what? It won't cost you a thing. Go to workable.com to start hiring. W-O-R-K-A-B-L-E, workable.com. Workable is hiring made easy. Here are today's three random things. And I would like to start off by saying today kicks off Women's History Month. So my three random things for this week are going to be centered around women. Today's first random thing is today, 71% of moms with kids under 18 work. In 1975, fewer than 47% did. Wait a minute. Say it again. 70% of teen moms. No, in 1975, fewer than 47% of moms with kids like in grade school worked and now 71% do. Okay. I, you know what I thought you meant? I thought you meant because the way you phrased it, mm-hmm. that 71% of moms, I don't, did you say the words with kids? I thought I did. Maybe you did. But what I thought was like teen moms. I'm like 71% of teen moms are also no. have a job. No. If you, if you get pregnant at 15 and you also got to go apply for a job, but now I understand. My second random thing is Sonia Sotomayor was the first Latina to serve on the Supreme Court and the third female justice ever. She knew she was going to practice law since the age of 10 and was most inspired by Nancy Drew and her love of Perry Mason. Speaking of the Supreme Court, um, there is a confirmation process that's about to start Mm -hmm. um, because Biden nominated the first black female Mm -hmm. to be on the Supreme Court. And I am so invested in it because of the West Wing. Because of the, because I never, like, I always knew there were confirmation hearings. I always, you know. But how much, like, how complicated the the process is? Yeah, I'm so, just because there, there was just, like, I think the last, you know, maybe season of the West Wing or whatever, a big part of the storyline was a Supreme Court Nomination. Con- nomination and mm-hmm. confirmation. So I'm like totally invested in in the process and and like I might even watch the what are they called hearings or the mm-hmm. you know where they uh, get to ask the questions and, and whatnot. I'm so invested in it now thanks to you know if you don't know a ton about government, which I gotta be honest, like I did not, the West Wing, I mean I'm I know that it's just a TV show, but it is really cool and gets you really excited about like the inner workings of the government. It's pretty neat stuff. And my third random thing is American Girl founder Pleasant Roland first got the idea for the company when she took her niece's Christmas shopping in the mid 80s. And she said that she was in a generation of women at the forefront of redefining women's roles. And the daughters were playing with dolls and the only options for dolls were being like a teen queen or a mommy. And she's like, no. So she combined her love of history with the concept of matching dolls with books and American girl was born. And her name is pleasant. Pleasant Roland. That's so unfortunate. If you're in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. Why aren't you feeling, are you, are you feeling pleasant today, Pleasant? Pleasant sounds so pleasant. And those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Okay, one last thing about your tea drinking. I feel the same way about your tea drinking as I do about the bookkeeping. I feel like it's come up on the show a disproportionate number of times the past couple of weeks. It has. Okay, so this will be the last thing about your tea drinking. Okay. Do you have the message you got from the woman who listens to The Upside in Tokyo? Yes, I do. I thought this is so neat. 
Okay, so Shigiri is one of our listeners. She's in Tokyo, Japan, and she wrote me the coolest message with also some tea advice. She said that she listens to The Upside to study English, which just blew my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, someone is listening and trying to learn English, and they think that The Upside is a great way to do that, which is so flattering. I'm like very honored by this. Now I feel a lot of pressure to use proper grammar, proper speaking English to enunciate I, really well. No, because you don't want to learn like proper English is boring. You want to learn the conversation so you can speak to people like conversationally, you know? Um, okay. So here's what she says, which I have never thought about this before, but it's pretty genius. She says that one of the quickest ways to be a tea person is having habits to drinking tea. And she said, so when you eat Asian food, specifically Japanese food and Chinese food, Japanese people drink tea a lot. So it's a good combination with Japanese food. And if you drink it while you're eating, it's a really good way to introduce yourself to how tea was meant to be drank. And she said um, with greasy Chinese, uh, she said oolong tea and jasmine tea go best with greasy Chinese food. Um, and then once you kind of get it down, how it plays into food, then you'll start enjoying it on your own. So I thought that was like super great advice. And for anyone wanting to get into tea, um, try her recommendation is to try the oolong and the jasmine, order some greasy Chinese and go to town. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Um, I appreciate y'all bringing up all the ongoings in Ukraine. And I actually went to high school, you know, the small town, Georgia, went to high school with a Ukraine foreign exchange student. And I messaged her last week to check, like, if she was in a safe area. And she says she is, but the way she talks about not wanting to leave her motherland is just heartbreaking and she has three children that she says she just wants to know that they're safe when they go to sleep at night and as of right now they are because they're in a safer region but just when she said that she just didn't want to leave her motherland she wanted to stay there just made me cry so you are not alone and crying on Friday also it's so heartbreaking and I appreciate y'all bringing that up because we all need to be aware and try to be empathetic and so yeah okay anyways happy monday done is the number one adhd online treatment platform that is on a mission to make adhd more affordable and accessible for everyone i was diagnosed with adhd as a teenager and something i can tell you for sure about mental health from my own journey is that it's super helpful to have an expert alongside you instead of being prescribed a medication and then just like sent out into the world to try to figure it out yourself dunn's board certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment and the best part is Every Dunn practitioner is an ADHD specialist, so you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent off to handle it on your own. Their expert providers hold your hand consistently through the journey and take extra time to get to know you and your medical history. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan 100% personalized for you and only you. 
Membership to Done includes one-click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider, and is now available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD, and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with Done. Initial appointments are $199 normally, but as an Upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. I just want to make your life a little bit easier and I want to take something stressful off your plate. Past few months, you go to the grocery store and sometimes there's whole sections of the meat department that are just empty. Something's just missing. Not with ButcherBox. ButcherBox delivers 8 to 14 pounds of meat right to your door every single month. Now, how much meat depends on the box you choose. They've got some pre-created boxes curated to, uh, to, to meet certain themes. Those exist. But you can also do what Callie and I do, and that's customize a box. And it gets delivered right to your door. They've got free-range organic chicken, wild-caught salmon, 100% grass-fed beef. My favorite thing about ButcherBox is throwing in there a cut of meat that I might not be 100% familiar with or I haven't tried before. I've heard about chicken thighs. I've heard about the magic of chicken thighs, but I've never cooked with them. And that was something available in ButcherBox the other month. I ordered some and they now could be my new favorite thing to cook with. If you would like to stop worrying about meat and ground beef for the rest of your life, ButcherBox is going to hook you up. New members get free ground beef for life plus a $10 off coupon. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside, get two pounds of ground beef in every order for the life of your membership, plus a $10 off coupon. Once again, butcherbox.com slash upside to claim that deal. I have to say what I love most about the dad joke segment um, or anytime you play Ellie laughing at the very end of it, especially in the dad joke section. She's letting out this little sigh. She's like giggling, 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 and then sighing. And in my in my head, I see her as like a four or five year old going, "Oh, dad, totally patronizing you and loving you because she is um, so in love with you." And then I also then see her as a fourteen year old going, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this," um, because it's just fun. It's fun to embarrass your kids. All right, love you guys. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Carrie. You've been talking a lot lately about watching The Sopranos and being hungry while you eat or while you're watching the show. And I totally relate. Um, The Sopranos was one of mine and my husband's most favorite shows to watch. And he surprised me one day with The Sopranos Family Cookbook as compiled by Artie Bucco. And the recipes are pretty easy, but as you can imagine, tend to be geared toward a larger crowds. So just learn how to half them and quarter them. And you can, you too can eat what they're eating while you watch. Talk to you soon. And thanks a lot. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Nikki. I was mainly calling about how Jeff spells female because I knew exactly where he was going the minute he said the word. And I was already chuckling before he even finished explaining it because I'm a mail carrier and I actually have a shirt that has like a little stick figure girl on it. And under it, it says U.S. female and it's spelled the way Jeff tries to spell it all the time. So I know I'm probably one of the only ones that got a great chuckle out of that and I loved it. So thank you so much. Goodbye. 
I used to believe that if I was sad, it meant that I wasn't fighting hard enough or I wasn't grateful enough. And that's not true. Be sad and be grateful and look at the twinkly lights and feel your feelings. It's all real. The joy and the pain is all real and you don't have to pick one or the other. Life is beautiful or life is garbage. It's kind of both sometimes.